Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and today I'm bringing you another solo episode, this time on relationships. And this is a hard topic. I certainly don't have it uh, 100% figured out, but I do have things that have worked for me, things that have worked for my clients. And, um, you know, I've got four uh, four kids and it's, it's hard, four young kids. And so things are hard, you know, I mean, it's busy. I know that I mean, four kids is a lot. I'm sure some of you have out there have more kids, and I'm sure most of you have less. Uh, but you know, I, I know that whenever you know one of our kids is gone, we're down to three. It's like, man, it's a whole different dynamic, and things are a lot easier. And we're down to two kids in the house because one of them sleepovers or something like that. Then it's uh, it's like we're empty nesters. It's it's you know, so it's uh, four is a lot, and. And I want to share with you some things that, uh, some challenges that we've had and uh, some things that have worked for us and things that have worked for my clients. Because, um, you know, I mean, relationships is the, it's the number one thing. It's the number one thing in our lives. It's, um, it's, it's the most important part of goal setting. We always start with the relationship goals in uh, whenever I'm working with clients and reveal your path. And we're going to start with that here today, relationships. And, you know, uh, this is a time of year where it's it's getting into the holidays. So we just got through Halloween. As I record this, uh, we just got through Halloween a couple of nights ago, and this is my most fun time of year for me. I mean, I love Halloween, I love Thanksgiving, Christmas right around the corner, which I'm excited about. And for us, we have a trip to Mexico planned in January. So even after the holidays are over and we get into January. Then we have something to look forward to there. Uh, we're actually booking some trips up in the mountains this winter for skiing as well. So a lot of exciting things coming up for us. But the hard part for me this time of year is, uh, for whatever reason, I have allergies this time of year. So I'm, if I sound a little nasally, it's because I have uh, a little bit of an allergy attack going on right now. But you don't need to hear more about that. So let's dive into this. Talking about relationships, um, this time of year can be hard. Uh, there's a lot of stress financially for people. There's a lot of stress time-wise for people. There's a lot of stress traveling this time of year. And and so relationships can get even harder. And this is something that we have to really focus on keeping front and center. And one of my clients actually shared this quote with me. I don't know where he got it, but he said, you're 100%, 100% responsible even though a relationship is 50-50. Even though a relationship is 50-50, you are 100% responsible. And when you start looking at it that way, it changes your mindset. It changes your mindset about your partner and what they're doing and what they should be doing and why they're not this way and why they don't do this the way that you, you think they should do it. When you feel that you're 100% responsible, even though the relationship is 50-50, things change. Your mindset change changes. You start to focus on the things that you can control. 
And when you focus on the things that you can control, change can happen, right? Because you can't control somebody else. You can't make somebody else do something a different way or be a different person. When you focus on yourself, then the relationship gets better. And I found that over and over, many, many times, I've, I've found that to be the case. So um, we're going to walk through how to use the Reveal Your Path system to improve your relationship or multiple relationships. So maybe it's with your spouse or significant other or with your kids or, or somebody else in your life. But we're going to walk through how the four steps of how you can use Reveal Your Path to improve your relationships. Now, first and foremost, this starts out with a productive pause, right? If you've been listening for any length of time, you know what a productive pause is. If not, this idea of a productive pause, it's the single most common habit of the successful people that I interview on my podcast. And the definition of a productive pause is a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. Clarity of action and peace of mind. And that definition, I'll have that in the action plan. If you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, I'll have the definition of the productive pause in the action plan. If you want to learn more about the productive pause, you can listen to episode 112. Episode 112, I go in depth uh, really about the productive pause. And in this episode particularly, I am going to reference several other episodes. I think all of them, I have some notes written down here, all of those episodes are, uh, are solo episodes. So I'll have all those listed in the action plan for you. So if you want to remember episode 112, you can go back to that. But I'm going to be rattling off a few others throughout the episode here. But I'm going to have all those listed in the action plan. So just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. You get the action plan for this episode, but also every other episode I've done that has an action plan. There's, I don't know, I've done 100 and what, this is 160-some episode, uh, 169 or something like that. I forget what this one even is. But this is, uh, so probably 150 of my episodes have action plans or maybe 100, uh, 155 or even 160. So just about every episode has an action plan and they are absolutely incredible. They're one to two page PDFs of just the highlights, right? There's the top quotes from every episode and then three or four uh, really of the the highlights and the, and the bullet points from the episode that are transcribed for you as well as any resources from every episode. So it's, it's a really, really great page full of resources. So check that out, jimharshawjr.com slash action. So let's dive in here. So number one, core values. Core values is the first piece of the Reveal Your Path system. And Here's my question to you. Do you even value the relationship we're talking about? I mean, really value it. Or do you you take it for granted? It's so easy to take relationships for granted. And when you do that, you start focusing on other things, other things that aren't quite as important, right? You start focusing on work. You make work more important than your relationships. You start making your health more important than your relationships, right? You start making uh, projects around the house more important than your relationship. And it shouldn't be. Your relationship should be the most important, the centerpiece of your life. When you work on that, you become 
more balanced. And this is not just for people who are uh, in a relationship or or married or um, uh, you know have a, a a significant other. If if you don't, then what is the relationship in your life that's most important? Maybe it's with your parents. Maybe it's with your siblings. Maybe it's with a friend. And and if you are struggling with any of those relationships, the same things happen. Same things are are, are relevant to you. So when you are in that relationship, practicing gratitude is extremely important, right? Not just taking it for granted, but really being grateful. And I talked about gratitude. I told you I was going to give you a bunch of episodes here. 118, episode 118, I talk a lot about gratitude. And if you can practice gratitude, I mean, verbally, out loud, speaking about how you are grateful for this relationship. You can say this to the other person. You can write this in a note, in a card. You can put it on a post-it note and leave it on the mirror, or you can write it in your journal, or you can speak it out loud. Like a lot of times when I'm uh, on my commute, I will say three things out loud that I'm grateful for. I'll just say them out loud. I am grateful for X, Y, and Z. And when you do that, it just makes a shift a subtle mindset shift happens that changes your perspective on the relationship. So not taking it for granted. And here's another thing. When you, when you know what you value, you start knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to. I know that you feel like you're pulling a million different directions. I know that you feel like you don't have enough time in the day. But there are probably things that you're saying yes to that you should be saying no to. You're probably a a type A person. You're probably an achiever or you want to achieve more. That's why you're listening to this episode. But you probably say yes to a lot of things. The question is, what can you say no to so so that you can actually say yes to your relationship? I talk about how to say no in episode 150. And I talk more about core values in episode 167. So 150 is how to say no. 167 is core values. So check out those two episodes as well. And and so when you identify your core values, now you start to really see what's important to your life. Now you can align those with your goals. And that's the second step. So we're going to moving into the, the second of these four steps. Now goals. So how do you set relationship goals, right? You can't say, I want to be uh, 10% more in love. I want my relationship to be 10% better by uh, in the next 90 days. You can't do that, right? So what you do is you set process goals. Process goals are things that you know that you can do that will make your relationship better. For example, going on a date night. For example, doing something nice for your partner or for whoever the person is in your relationship. Again, it could be parents, it could be siblings, it could be anybody doing something nice for them. So for, for, for Allie and I, uh, I, I've set the goal of at least one date night a month. And I know that's like sounds like setting the bar low, but we've said for years, yeah, we want to do one date night a month, and we just never got around to it. So we did like three or four or five a year maybe, and it wasn't until we made it a written goal that it actually came to fruition. And we've been doing it for a couple of years now. We average more than one date night a month. And, and it just changes our relationship. Fundamentally, it changes things because, like I said, with four kids, 
we don't have conversations, right? We have bits and pieces of conversations and because there's just so many things pulling at us. So when we have these date nights, we can go and have a full conversation from start to finish. And that's really, really important. Um, another thing is uh, a couple of years ago, there's there's the, the success hotline. If you haven't heard of the success success hotline, it's episode, I, ta- I interview the host of the success hotline back in episode number uh, 33 with Dr. Rob Gilbert. And he does this thing every year between Memorial Day and Labor Day. He calls it the 98-day 7C Challenge. And it's like you can't, you can't have, what, candy, cake, cola. I don't know. There's seven Cs. There's six Cs, and then the seventh one is you can't complain. And, and it's really around, around diet. And I was like, you know what? My diet's pretty good. I'm not going to do that. And I decided to do the 98-day challenge where I actually did something nice for Allie for 98 straight days. And I totally failed. I probably got about 70 things done over the 98-day period. And, but that's probably 60 more than I probably would have done during that period, right? And I just did little things like leaving Post-it notes on the mirror, buying a $5 Starbucks gift card, or buying her favorite drink and leaving it in the fridge. Like this little things, Post-it note on the mirror, just little things like that. And I, I made my relationship the priority. And it changes things. It changed things. It just made a fundamental shift in our relationship. I was not doing the things that I needed to do to prioritize our relationship. And another thing that I found really helpful is scheduling a productive pause into our our relationship. And on Sundays, I try to fit this in. I'm not always, I'm not always, I'm not by, by no means perfect at this, but on Sundays, I try to have a catch a chance where we're both sitting down when we're having coffee maybe in the morning and say, Hey, what's your week look like? And we can just identify what each other's weeks look like because throughout the week, you know, we're going different directions. I, you know, it's like soon after school, it's, it's homework. And then, you know, one kid's going to soccer, another one's going to baseball, another one's going to, uh, you know, we got guitar lessons, piano lessons, we got gymnastics, we got horseback riding lessons, we got all these things. Right. And so we're going a million different directions in the evenings. And, so that little productive pause is really helpful. And and when you set relationship goals, you'll probably need to set them as process goals. I will do X, you know, we'll do, you know, one date night a month or uh I will have one productive pause with this person per week. Uh things like that. So you set these process goals. And if you want to learn more about setting goals and how to set the right goals for you, you can go check out episode 122. And I actually talk about this about uh, as I'm going into uh, 2018 and setting my 2018 goals, I talk about uh, uh, really how I'm going through that process. So that's episode 122. So setting goals, setting goals for your relationship, making them concrete, making them real, making them actionable, and making them work in your life. So making relationship goals, actual goals for your relationships. All right, moving on to the third piece, the environment of excellence. The environment of excellence is made up of four things. M-A-P-S, maps. Just like you have to have a map to get from point A to point B. Well, it's the same in your life. It's the same in relationships. So M stands for media. Media is podcasts, books, etc. Um, I've gone through periods where I've listened to 
where I've either listened to books or read books or listened to podcasts, and I've I'm subscribed to a bunch of relationship podcasts, and I slip those in period periodically. I just listen to those periodically, and it, and it helps me prioritize my relationships. It helps me just think about things, even if it's even if I don't learn something new. Half the time, it's just reminding me, oh yeah, Jim, you you need to do that. These are the fundamentals. These are the blocking and tackling of relationships, and and when I when I start to do that, it shifts the dynamic in our relationship, and and so podcasts, books, media, right? Uh, Making sure you have the right media in your life that's influencing you in the right way. A, A is for area, like your physical space. And how do you optimize your physical space for, for your relationship? I mean, this, this is, could be around things like, like, Cleaning up around the house. For me, you know, it's cleaning up around the house. It's it's helping out, right? It's doing something for the other person. It's just helping out. Um, it could be small gifts, it could be big gifts, but it could be could be something as simple as just small gifts. Like I said, five dollar Starbucks gift card. Uh, or or just uh, my wife's favorite coffee drink, you know, I'll grab that. So something simple like that. Simple things, just to let the person know I'm thinking about you. You know, a post-it note on the mirror. What are those physical things that you can put in your space, in your physical space, in your area? I think, you know, something, you know, physically in, in, the, in the real world here. Uh, that's A. P is for people. Who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? This is like, are, are you surrounding yourself with other people who actually value their relationships? Or are you surrounding yourself with people who, who don't value their relationships? That's a choice, who you're surrounding yourself with. And finally, S. S is for speech. And speech can be your self-talk. Like, what am I saying? You know, I talked about on your, you know, on, on my drive to work, you know, the saying out loud what I'm grateful for. Like that speech, saying it out loud. And actually your your conversations. What do you what kind of conversations are you having? You know, like control the words that you say about your relationships. You could say, Yeah, my relationship with so and so is terrible, or you could say, yeah, I'm really working on my relationship with so-and-so. It totally changes your mindset. So that speech, that self-talk, that, that out loud talk, both of those are so important. And one more piece I want to share with you is, uh, and I'm not sure exactly which category these fall under. They fall under a couple different ones maybe, but uh, number one is visualizing. This is probably more under, under like media, right? It's almost like, like, a, like a media. Um, but visualizing your relationship going well, like visualizing a great conversation, visualizing a positive outcome with your relationship. And then another one is prayer. And prayer goes under self-talk. Prayer maybe also goes under media if you're talking about the Bible. But I'm going to read you a verse from, uh, from the Bible, Mark eleven twenty four. 24. He says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So, when you pray like that, when you think like that, when you visualize like that, it changes things. It can be yours if you, whatever you ask for in prayer, you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. So I love that. I love that idea. I love that, that idea of, of visualizing and believing you have something before you even have it. 
it just changes your mindset around things. So uh, if you want to learn more about the environment of excellence, episode 152, that's episode 152, I talk more about the environment of excellence. All right, moving on to the fourth and final piece of this is follow through. How do you actually make this stuff stick? It's nice to do steps one, two, and three, core values, goals, environment of excellence, but then you set it up on a shelf and, and, you, and you forget about it. So you have to make this stick. You have to make this real and concrete in your life. You have to do things like setting reminders on your phone once a week to do something, right? Maybe it's every Friday. One of my clients, Paul, he actually does this this awesome productive pause where every Friday going into the weekend, he and his wife sit down. They say, okay, what do we want to get done this weekend? How do we structure our weekend? And it's this short productive pause that they do every week and it, and it helps them have a better weekend. It, things flow better. They get more projects done. They have, you know, they're more in balance, more in alignment. They're, they're communicating, right? And so you could set a reminder on your phone for that. I've got a reminder on my phone for every Sunday morning to have a productive pause for our week. Uh, you could put these things on your to-do list, right? Put these things that you want to do on your to-do list. Stop by the store and pick up blank. Um, send somebody a card. Uh, another thing you can do, which I love this, this is this is this is the one that really works for me the best, and I really want to explain this to you, is putting these things on your calendar. So do all this work that you just did here. Put this on your calendar. So once uh, every every week, the first Monday of the uh, every month, I should say, the first Monday of the month, my goals pop up on my calendar. And when my goals pop up, uh, I, I I go through and I review them. And I take each one of my goals and identify a micro goal for the month. Like, what do I want to do this month that's going to support that goal? And I'll put things on my to-do list. I'll set reminders on my phone. Um, and and I'll, I'll, it actually takes these goals, reminds me what they are, for one thing, and actually makes them real today. It actually turns into action items that I need to do today or this week. That's how these goals become real in my life. I also, uh, one thing I do is like, Two or three days a week, I write in sort of shorthand, write down my goals. I write them out. And it's just this constant reminder of keeping my goals top of mind, my relationship goals, as well as my self, health, and wealth goals. And so those are the four steps. Identifying your core values. Creating goals that align with those core values. Creating your environment of excellence, M-A-P-S. And having a systematic plan for follow through. And the episodes, real quickly, that I mentioned are episode 112 around the productive pause, episode 118 around gratitude, 122 around how to set the right goals, 150 was how to say no, and 152 is how to create your environment of excellence. So I hope you take action on this. This stuff doesn't work unless you take action. Unless you do something about it. If I'm going to give you an action plan, one thing that you can do today, it's this. It's whoever that person is, or maybe it's multiple people. Do something for them today. Put your ego aside and do something for them. It might just be sending them a card. It might be sending them a text saying you're thinking about them. It might be Buying them something small or not or something big, I don't know, for, from the from the store, go or, or online, go like buy them something. Or just send them a heartfelt message in whatever medium is most easily easy for you. But do something. It doesn't really matter. Do anything. 
let them know that you care. Take 100% responsibility for a relationship that is 50-50. Good luck. Take action. As always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you got value out of this episode, I ask if you could do one of two things. Number one, most importantly, share it. Could you share it with one other person or on one social media platform? You can go to jimharshawjr.com slash share. And there's a couple of buttons there. It makes it really easy to share it on social media. Or number two, you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes. This helps other people find the podcast Thank you so much for listening.